The first conversation, I think, started back in late 2018. So it uh, was because of a joint partner of us. So we were uh, just recently signing a contract with uh, one of Ross Media's portfolio companies. Uh, where you had uh, a VC investment uh, with uh, the Broadcasten. It's a startup magazine in Austria. And we, we agreed to build a job board from, uh, for them based on our software. And I think this was also maybe one of the, the reasons why Ross Media became immediately interested because uh, I think the Broadcasten was also looking at the Ross Media uh, solution. So it, uh, we came across to, to work with the Broadcasten. And then just very quickly, we were introduced to one of the investment managers of Ross Media, and we started a very informal com uh, conversation. Like we shared our vision, we also shared uh, our opinion about the market and uh, who we think are the biggest players. And uh, as far as I know, Ross Media at that time was already also looking for software companies, for software as a service companies. And as we were a global company ever since, we also had this growth perspective uh, from the very beginning. So I think this was one of the reasons why it became interesting to us media. Were you at the time looking for investments or, or external partners? We were actually not uh, actively lo looking for investments. It was just that uh, over time the, the conversation became quite interesting. And as we had some growth plans, we thought that like uh, a change in equity and also uh, combined with an investment, could be a quite interesting uh, way to have a less risk-based uh, growth uh, for our company. So basically, we, we, we were profitable ever since, so we were growing profitably uh, already. And we were also not uh, a, a typical VC case. So it was basically kind of the sweet spot that, that Ross Media Equity Partners were looking at. We had we had actually very very long conversations. So it's uh, it's not that we, we we started the conversation I think in November 2018, and we signed the deal in October 2019. So it was a very no pressured and very intensive conversation, month over month. And I think as as soon as it became uh, more interesting, we also started to sign an, a letter of intent, and then we started the due diligence together. So there was a point of time where it became more real, but in the beginning it was really just quite informal and like just getting to know each other. And I think also very beneficial of that was that we were both based in Vienna. I would say there was various arguments that convinced us. So first of all, uh, the people of Ross Media were uh, immediately excited about our team and also our product. So they kind of gave us the feeling they were convinced that the vision that we have and the strategy that we have is is good they were also they were also very much listening to our needs so i felt this is not just like okay give me your numbers but they were kind of listening without talking about any uh, confidential market uh, information but like really listening what we do and, and how we how we do it uh, they also talked with us okay what's your what's your future growth plans is there anything we can help with so i think that this was very uh, this was very helpful. The second thing is that during the whole process, also when we started the um, due diligence and the negotiation, we always felt like being tra treated like a partner. So we never felt like this was like, okay, there's two opponents and they're negotiating for, and, and someone is winning. From the very beginning, we had the feeling that um, if this becomes uh, a cooperation, both parties will win. And this was very, uh, this was very important for us. Also that, uh, Ross Media gives its portfolio companies the freedom to 
continue the management as it is. They highly build on that the strategy will be executed by the people in place. And this was also very important for us. We had a leadership team in place. We had a very good, uh, at that time, a little bit smaller team in place. And uh, they gave us the freedom and said, okay, we, we want you to execute that. And this is also part of the deal that we, we rely on that you execute what you told us and uh, we really we really like that and the third the third part was really that uh, we were able to talk to other ross media portfolio companies and basically everyone really agreed that uh, they feel very comfortable in the portfolio and i think this was maybe the, the most important uh, feedback that we got because you know on paper you can't draw anything and you can you can basically discuss ideas and, and what is happening in the future but like really this experience from our portfolio companies how it really feels to be part of the portfolio really triggered that we said okay this is the right thing to do the process was handled in a very structured way so this was both very important for us as also for ross media so uh, first of all we communicated um, the change within our teams so uh, to address any concerns or questions uh, I think it was very powerful that the leadership team and the structure itself didn't change. So it was much easier to understand that basically we continue the vision and the growth that we that that we started. Just now that we uh, we we are stronger than before because we have the backing of a of a private equity firm. Uh, then we also uh, communicated to our customers. So we already prepared all this communication during the finalization of the of the negotiations and also convinced our customers that they also benefit from these investments, especially when it came to product management and, uh, and customer success management. Whereas Media also introduced a 100-day plan. So there was, uh, out of the due diligence, there was things that they said, okay, we want to introduce either new processes or there, there needs to be like things that needs to be fixed, like be it technology uh, topics, be it organizational topics. It was not it was not a big list but there was a list of action items that they said okay uh, we would like you to, to introduce that and to implement that so this was part of the onboarding process after the contract was signed and we were regularly meeting with our investment manager at Ross media to implement this checklist and i think one of the items on the checklist was also to introduce new reporting and uh, this is also one of the of the big benefits that we saw it it, it just made things more structured in our organization. So we also benefited from that. So in our day-by-day -day operations, there was no changes. I would say the, the reporting was the biggest change uh, and it changed in a quite positive way. Just to give you an example, we got down from two months until we had the full cost and, and income uh, transparency down to two weeks after a month was closed. So this, is, this really made us much more powerful to control uh, are we on the right track and how can we deal with further investments or with uh, with new clients especially when it came to the new corona situation this was very very helpful i think uh, being in the old uh, situation would have been much more risk for us if, if we didn't have that so we also introduced like we we have bi-weekly meetings with Ross media but it's like more than, uh, more in a, a knowledge sharing so i wouldn't say that it really affected the date day-by-day -day operations. It, it was more like the contribution to different stakeholders also in our team that they could participate in kind of networking events and knowledge sharing with Ross Media. So there is regular meetups. Currently, they are mostly uh, virtual, but they also used to be in quite nice cities like Barcelona uh, or also in Fahlberg. So um, 
or like uh, going for a skiing trip. So I hope that these physical meetings will come back. Uh, but at the moment, it's 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 mostly it's mostly online. And so far, also our key people in the team really appreciate being able to to participate in this in this knowledge sharing. Mm. Basically, there's two areas that I think were were very beneficial. So first of all. Besides the, the change in the majority stake, uh, we also dis- uh, negotiated uh, an investment. So we, we had a high six-digit investment that was made to invest in some of our uh, most important areas where we wanted to grow. So first of all, it was product management. So we were, we were able to introduce a much uh, more powerful and structured product management team to, to boost the, um, the product innovation and also to become even more competitive in the market. The second thing was we also invested into customer success management. So as we grew as a software as a service company, the number of existing customers that we serve and the number of new customers, uh, like the the ratio changed. So more uh, over the years, more and more uh, we will serve existing customers because the number of new customers uh, in in relation to the uh, to the existing customers will go down. And for us, it becomes more and more important to make our, our customers successful. So we also invested into this part. And the third part of the investment was also to, to help our sales growth. So we introduced a sales team in, in the UK and also in Vienna. I think we had a very risk-averse sales approach, so mainly handling inbound requests. We didn't have an active sales uh, department in place. And with the investment, we were now also able to structure this and, and to introduce real salespeople to the process. And it really uh, benefited from that. Having the financial backing out of this investment was just a very relieving uh, situation. Because even that we had a big uncertainty, we know that we had the backing of, uh, first of all, of the investment uh, on our bank account, but also of the backing of a really large corporation. Mm-hmm. So this made it much easier. So whenever we made decisions in how do we proceed, we also discussed this with uh, Ross Media, and it gave us the confidence that it's the right way. So uh, we were we were really lucky that we almost even matched our, our revenue goals, even despite Corona. We had much more cost pressure. Uh, that was the only downside. But also for our customers, it was quite relieving because they knew that we will not just disappear out of the market because some of our customers also had a very hard time. You know, we are building job boards and recruiting was very heavily affected in this time. So it was a quite good combination of giving confidence in the market and and also being able to give everyone also uh, of our customers and potential new customers a perspective. So we did a lot of content during this time. Uh, we discussed like, what else can you do? Uh, if necessary, we could we could discuss uh, deferrals of payments because the cash flow was quite was quite positive. So uh, we could give some of the flexibility also to our to our customers. That was very helpful because in the very beginning of the lockdown, some of our customers were, were in, in in trouble. So we could help them. And on the other side, we could continue to focus on our goals. So we, we didn't just need to stop um, building all these new like product management, customer success management and sales, because we know that the market and we, we, we already experienced the first wave of the market coming back in June. If we didn't have this backing, we would have missed this opportunity. Uh, the crisis is not over, 
but uh, especially what happened in the beginning of summer really uh, showed us that together we can we can manage this crisis much much better I, I wouldn't say it significantly changed the decision-making process. For larger investments and larger changes, we, we, we tried to, to discuss this also with, um, with Ross Media. Uh, um, so we have quarterly meetings um, and, and that we discussed it. I think we, we have a, a more planned perspective on what we do. So we, we now have a, a, a one-year plan and a four-year plan. And uh, we're not just like doing this from month to month. So it becomes uh, much more structured and future driven. Uh, but it really, so I think the overall strategy didn't change. And f for that reason, also the result of the decisions that we make didn't really change a lot. If uh, you were to talk to a company, to a CEO that is actively looking for investors, uh, what mm -hmm. would be your advice to them? What should they be looking for? Uh, in a partnership like that? Yeah, so first of all, I think it's it's always good if you have a partner that can also bring in a network. So we now already have three cross media portfolio companies as a client. I think that made it a little bit easier for us to grow because we knew that whatever we do, we can also um, multiply our efforts within the net network of, of Ross Media. Um, so it's kind of a strategic investment. I would recommend if you if you seek out investment, first of all, talk to other portfolio companies that are in the portfolio. I think this is really powerful to get an understanding how especially critical situations are handled. I mean, everybody can now discuss how did your partner handle the corona situation? Did they just force you to, to let everybody go? Or did they work Uh, together with you to continue the plans that you have in a rational manner and also to discuss the flexibility that you have. So I think when you do a plan, market situations and assumptions can change. So how flexible is your partner to also adapt to this change or will they just very straightforward push through and say, okay, if the assumptions change, like, okay, we can't change. I think it's a, it, was a very, it was a very good first year so so far we we are very happy in the in the process our companies our team our product development and also our customers so far very much benefited from from this partnership it was a good decision for us to join this family but i think it was also a quite good decision for us media to approach us because it's a it's a very interesting uh, market that we are in